Conscious Collaboration brings together entrepreneurs, changemakers, and thought leaders. We aim to highlight the people that embody the idea of aligned mind, body, and business. Each week, we share, discuss, and learn from the various experiences and ideas of our guest experts. Through our discovery, we find a path to an aligned mind, body, and business. I am Lisa. And I'm Emily, and we are the Conscious Collaboration Podcast. What up, Lisa? Welcome to the party. Hey, I missed you. (laughs) I missed you. (laughs) I bet you did. Yeah, I was immersed in in nature. Actually, a perfect intro for our topic today. We didn't even do it on purpose. Um. But we are going to talk about um, the idea of nostalgia today, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We need to make a song out of that, I feel. (laughs) Tell me more. That's like what makes me big out of all the things that I do, that little stupid podcast outbursts and I don't know. I guess that'll be fine. I'll be cool with it. I but anyway, better. I feel we'll better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I so we um often relate different sort of topics both to interpersonal relationships and to business applications. That's kind of a thing that we do. And separately, we, we, you and I like have conversations about nostalgia and stuff from time to time. But to me, that as like a topic, as an emotion or whatever, just still kind of felt like, um, filed in the realm of like personal relationship topics, if that makes sense. It yeah, didn't really it didn't really feel like it I don't know. It didn't really feel like it had an application to business. I just never thought of it that way, whatever. But it's not a normal I, topic. I yeah, I I guess, right? Um I mean, I guess because you have to establish memory to create nostalgia and so you have to have an established I don't know. That's neither here nor there, but as so um, for anybody who doesn't know or is new here or hasn't heard that episode, uh, I just recently relocated my business, uh, my yoga studio, um, same city and everything about eight minutes drive down the road. Um, but I was driving to work to my new location the other day. And I just sort of got like hit with this like whopping nostalgia, right? For like my old drive to the studio and just the way things were. It's like, it's actually right around the time of my five year anniversary of my brick and mortar as well. So, yeah. you know, there's, there's some things there's, and there's five years worth of memories associated with that place that now I no longer, you know, have this habit of driving to from, from anywhere that I'm, I'm going. So, you know, I kind of started to get into this, like, 
longing version of it. And then I was like, no, bitch, wait a minute. <laughs> like, stop. The, you know, I, I had just this realization of how, you know, I was clouding over like the, the problem, the reason why I relocated in the first place, all the problematic things that really, you know, at the end of the day were choking my business and my livelihood um, to do with that space and the logistics of renting that space. Um, and then I just got to thinking about like nostalgia in general and like, holy shit, it really, it's kind of like, like it can be very deceptive. Um, and I, and then I just started thinking about all these like recent, you know, things even in my life where nostalgia kind of could have gotten me in trouble. Yeah. You know, um, I like I really overlooked some some stuff and and uh let people get you know a little more um say access to me or what you know a little closer than than they ever would people who turned out to be not you know uh with my best intentions in mind and and they were able to achieve that because of uh of uh nostalgic um hit, you know, and, and, um, yeah. So I was just kind of thinking like on the car ride, like, like, wow, I never, I never really thought about it that deeply before. And I never really thought about how much that could apply to business and stuff as well. And not that it's an inherently bad thing. Like I, I feel like nostalgia has inherently got positive connotations to it, you know, it's, it's memories and stuff like that. And you, you, and it can be really nice sometimes because you can, you know, almost relive, put yourself back in the energy of memories that are very good, but it was just noteworthy to me that, um, you know, how much you could really put on those rose colored glasses in in the midst of that nostalgia and forget uh forget the bad stuff to, yeah you know, apply that to relationships i i think we've all done our fair share of of that you kind of get to think you know anybody that you've ever gotten back with <laughs> after you know after a time like you've you've felt that sense of of nostalgia for the good times and then you end up using, even if you never say it out loud, which most of us probably have too, you know, you end up justifying a lot of things in your head. I think that um, wouldn't otherwise make it past the boundaries. Yeah. I liked it when you said, and you used that, that analogy of seeing things through rose color glasses and, mm -hmm. um, you know, really just getting into that comfort zone or clinging, clinging to the, the positives or, or what you perceive to be the positives. And I felt it too, you know, my first time driving to your new studio space, I had like a little time lapse <laughs> mm -hmm. and it felt a little in, uh, you know, I had like a lot of memories driving and going past the exit 
and then remembering all the first times of things and in, in within that space. Um, but mm-hmm. also, you know, so it was like a nice little walk down memory lane and it felt like a little bit uncomfortable, but also very transcending to go past that exit. And mm-hmm. there's so much more. I mean, so I definitely felt that shift and there's so much. And we were talking about, um, you know, expansiveness and transcendence going, being able to move past everything that feels so comfortable. Um, obviously there was a lot of love there for the environment and for the space. Um, but you're right. It was, I like that you said it was, it had a a chokehold, um, Mm -hmm. on you where you were. And it doesn't even have to be that dramatic, you know, in all cases, but things run their course Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, not everything is meant to be forever. You outgrew the space. And, um, you know, circumstances just weren't right anymore. No, exactly. I mean, I, I can't grow as a business. I can't grow as an individual, you know, I'm just stuck in that same old thing. So change creates change. There had to be a change. And, um, it took me all all that time actually to um, even get to the point where I was willing to acknowledge that right. that the solution would be to leave that space. I I it took me that many years, you know, yeah, pushing five years to detach uh, emotionally from that space and from the memories. So not surprising that, um, you know, and no, I probably and very don't have time either, you know, yeah. but, uh, especially with, you know, Facebook and the, in your phone, like, yeah, your, your <laughs> like phone's going to send you without your permission. <laughs> Assaulting. But, uh, Remember this. And they'll put music to it. Like a yeah. music. <laughs> And I, and, I, and I don't think it's a bad thing either, but it's just kind of catching yourself before you drift too far into that longing part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Or certainly, and, uh, you know, we're past the part of, of the nostalgia causing me to stay kind of thing. We're well, obviously well past that, right. but, um, but nonetheless, especially when something you know, does become more on the toxic side or the really the choking, like the oppressive side for what you're, you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's huge. I mean, I I don't have, I don't, it's almost like out of my, (laughs) out of sight, out of mind kind of thing for me now. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I just had that moment and now, you know, definitely you did such a good job already establishing roots and getting everything set up. And it does feel like there's more possibilities and growth and expansion where you are now. And everything that you're saying 100% aligns with why people stay in relationships, partnerships, friendships mm-hmm. that um, that are holding them um, 
really holding them back from. And that's an easy thing to latch onto too. If you've got, you know, manipulative energy in any part of it, you know, yeah, they, they know they can know where to, you know, rose paint the rose colored glasses and find, find the good. Oh, remember X, Y, Z, remember X, Y, Z. Yeah. Or we've been through so much together Mm -hmm. and yeah, so many good times. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's true, and in a lot of the case, it's true. Those things did happen, but um, you know, they just don't. If you know, if you know that something is um, restricting you, yeah, you know, it just doesn't. It doesn't. It's not that it doesn't matter, but it doesn't outweigh the restriction. I mean the the past doesn't really exist anymore and how we remember it is just our perception. So it's easy to create that, but we want to remember <laughs> what we want to perceive existed. It's easy to do that. Yeah. At the Conscious Collaboration Podcast, we are proud affiliates of Atapa medical grade red light therapy devices. Red light therapy boasts a long list of clinically proven benefits, many that I and many of my clients have experienced firsthand. You can be sure that you'll be able to train harder, recover faster, and sleep better with Atapa Red Light Therapy. Visit myatapa.com, M-Y-A-T-A-P-A.com, or use the link in our Instagram bio to shop with the code collab15 that's c o l l a b 15 for a discount on your device yeah i like it i think you know nostalgia the idea and concepts of nostalgia and rose color glasses it's it's really interconnected between our relationships and our business that we talk about so much and and i would be I would not be surprised that if immediately you started to see shifts in your surrounding community, your helpful people, um, you know, the the people that you're attracting into the space, into the events and your teachers, um, just, just allowing this change. And what do you find happens from a feng shui perspective when people um, hang out in that nostalgia land a lot? Um, you mean hanging out in nostalgia land when you're in a new space, for example? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think I see it a lot when people are selling their homes and moving to new homes, like their residences. Um, there's always someone like a child will hold on to, well, in our old house, um, you know, this, you know, it's that safety, comfort and security. Um, but being really intentional about how you're setting up your new space can easily help you really feel comfortable with your future and embody where you're headed. Because when you're in a space for so long, you start to really not be able to see all the things that are no longer serving you. There's things that need repair. There's, you know, uh, things that you've forgotten. And then when you're 
when you have that opportunity to move and to reestablish in a new space, um, it's it's like your new self. I mean, I think that's great. Um, but when people have that nostalgia, yeah, that trying to hold on too much to where their previous residence or space was before, they're going to find their, for example, their furniture doesn't set up the same way um, in their new space, but they're trying to recreate it and they're stuck on the way. Well, this is the way it works. Um, things aren't going to function and flow in that new space because you're holding on too much to the past. Um, and that's going to show up and manifest in your life and your work because things are going to feel um, like they don't work. Mm-hmm. But we threw away so much stuff. Yeah, that's a good thing. So much stuff. If I had to think about it for more than like a split second, it was gone. And this sounds really simple, but I think um, just intuitively, it feels like um, (laughs) some of the, some of the, one of the biggest feng shui applications we've done so far, but everything that could be like, We've like washed everything. Yeah. Not only the things that can be laundered, we did have somebody take home like all the bolster covers and mm-hmm. pillowcases and anything that could be laundered. Um, had them do that, took home all the yoga mats and props and washed them. But I also like washed the walls in here yeah. and the floor yeah. and um that really just felt like it felt like the energy started like whooshing through the place as soon as. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you're moved into a place that's freshly painted. Everything is clean. Um, You Mm -hmm. know, everything is reset and that's exactly what happens in a space. Um, You know, that's why space clearing is important, but also in the practical sense that everything is being cleaned. Um deeply because you're you're clinging on to stagnant energy the more that you let that like things collect in the corners um like you said like even in the upholstery and the fabric uh, to the walls to the paint there's another song and ironically to the walls yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> hey uh Dang it, what was I going to say before I went all skeet skeet? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Ironically. <laughs> before you went all skeet skeet. <laughs> My brain is so ridiculous. Um, no, what I was going to say is that I, ironically, uh, even with getting rid of all that and cleansing everything, we've had multiple people you know, clients from uh, the original space come in and say, wow, it feels the same. Oh, like the important important thing. Yeah. We're not that, you know, I'm sure you can attest to it. The feng shui is not like that. I'm just going to use the couch to name it. Right, right, right couch in here but not not that the couch is in the same place as it was in the old (laughs) house but that the couch is in the place where it best you know 
exactly flow through that space. So it was like even getting rid of a bunch of shit, mm-hmm. like the important part of the energy of the space were retained. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's exactly it. So, um, you know, people do cling to, um, you know, everything as simple as like, well, you can, you can use the same furniture. You can use elements from the, the, the space that you have before, but people cling to the setups just to simplify it, the setups that they're, that they're used to. Um, and it, you're right. It doesn't necessarily serve you in your new space or your new life or where you're headed. And if you are clinging to something to where it's impeding how you work or function or how you're receiving people or energy into a space, it's going to block. Um, and then you get the stagnation. Um, so it's, you know, it's the form function and flow side of feng shui, but it's also your personality and your reputation and your everything that you built, all the foundations of your business that's being projected and felt. So Word. that's what people are feeling when they say it feels like the studio that they knew that familiarity. Um, yes. So that's nostalgic, right? <laughs> there is an ounce of nostalgia. Yeah. Well, and it, like I said, it's not like a bad thing. I think it is good to, to experience that sometimes, um, you know, with, truly good memories and things like that. I think we just, um, I think the level up and the takeaway from this is just to bring that extra layer of self-awareness to it and make sure that it's not, you know, ask yourself, okay, is this, you know, is this affecting like any decisions I'm making? And is this holding me back from, yeah, you know, anything. Yeah. Like literally anything. I mean, it even applies to people that are working for others or in corporate environments where they stay Mm -hmm. comfortable in a position or, you know, Mm -hmm. because of the nostalgia and the good times that they had. Right. Um, Even just like your coworkers. Your coworkers are familiar. You know where the coffee is. It's, Mm -hmm. You know, you get in your routines of life. Coffee's important for people. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, just your routines of life and your traffic and knowing your patterns. Um, So it's hard to let go and say, you know, you're ready to, you know, let go of that so you can welcome in something that's totally unfamiliar, but, you know, probably allows you, it will, not just probably, it will (laughs) allow you growth. Um, to, you know, to do that, to like, you know, it's like doing, you know, monkey bars or like, you know, letting go of what's behind you to grab on and move ahead. Um, it's scary and it's hard, but, you know, you will, you will grow and get stronger and better. It's that, you know, whole, um, transcendence concept. We hold ourselves back when we start to feel that, you know, clinging. Yes. So be self-aware with it. 
have your nostalgia, eat it too, but be self-aware with it. Mm -hmm. Don't let it hold you back. Don't let it keep you somewhere that you don't need, that is past its expiration date for any reason. Yeah. And if, especially if you're hearing repetitions and people are telling you, you know, hey, look at this opportunity, this new space, or, you know, asking you questions around something, if it's repeating, probably something to pay attention to. Um, But everything happens at the perfect time. I mean, I think for you, this all happened in perfect timing. Mm -hmm. Everything does. Can't wait to see what happens. So you want, are you ready to take this inside of the Facebook group? Take it to the group. <laughs> okay. Second, like singing outburst today. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like it when we do that. Um, yeah. Got, so. uh, I don't know if the, the, the folks at home can hear the like whole demo work um, going on. They just like to come when I'm teaching a yoga class or recording a podcast. Yeah. I thought that was people dropping weights in the background. <laughs> I was like, wow. No. well i think this is great a good discussion and i am proud of you for just taking that leap and i love seeing what you're creating i think we should share more i i know you've shared it inside of the group and definitely we should share more um so if you want to join us come find the link included in the description to join us in the conscious collaboration collective and you can follow us on all the social media as well too so See you in five. Talk to you in five. Talk to you in five. Holla. (laughs) Thank y'all so much for listening to our podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends so they can join our circle of collaboration on this journey. You can find us on Instagram at Conscious Collaboration Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and Audible, to name a few. Please join us next time for another deep dive into how you can live life in more alignment, mind, body, and business. Send us your questions and comments in our DMs or email us at ConsciousCollaborationPodcast at gmail.com. See you in five minutes.